Right, what's up, going? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today, uh, for the this is our first ever wrestling expansion of the podcast, Cinemania Wrestling, where we review a couple of the uh, wrestling shows. We're only going to be reviewing the uh, pay per views and takeovers and stuff like that. I don't, I do not have the time to watch Raw, SmackDown, or NXT or any other like you know wrestling TV show. So. Uh, right now, we are going to be reviewing the uh, NXT TakeOver Phoenix that just uh, just went off the air. Uh, first thing first, I am joined uh, back on the Cinemania podcast, Mitchell. Mitchell, what's going on, buddy? Welcome back. Oh, thanks for uh, having me on again, man. It's been a while. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. It's the last show I had you on. Uh, I think it was, I think it was like the, you know, some of the, some of the E3 stuff and some of the gaming stuff that we was doing last year. So, um, hopefully uh, back, I think back it was the purge. Stuff. Oh yeah. The purge too. I forgot. It was that yeah. one. I, remember I, was, I was doing that from work. That was, that was a wild time. <laughs> um, Cause I remember I, I listened to, I listened back to that show and I was just like, um, just like rambling quickly cause I had to work, but, uh, yeah, we're back unfiltered back uh very nice to have you uh a lot of people don't know that you and i met through a wrestling page so we're both really huge wrestling fans um i have a plethora now since um i was on before cinemania i was on the page on facebook called wrestling redefined you and i both yep and we both left that page you know, do some differences and stuff like that. And then I started the Cinemania page and then I, you know, started the podcast, all that stuff. And then I brought you over, you know, for some shows and stuff like that and to the yeah. page. Um, yeah. So I have a plethora. I have, I probably have more wrestling fan, uh, friends than, uh, than movie friends. So <laughs> it, like, yeah. there will never be a shortage of, of people on the show. Like as far as like where if if I need if I need to review like a wrestling show and stuff like that I know we're gonna be reviewing Takeover tonight and then mm-hmm. we're gonna be do, uh, doing the Royal Rumble tomorrow me you and some other people probably tomorrow night after the show uh, that's gonna be interesting <laughs> yeah uh, but um, tonight, yeah that'll be a fun one <laughs> right tonight we all know that NXT Takeovers are good so we don't have to worry about those but tomorrow is going to be definitely interesting to see how mm. everything plays out um all right so let's get right into the NXT Takeover show before we get started through the matches what do you think about the show um overall uh it was it was a solid show there was a couple of like slow spots yeah, um, I agree. It, it was mostly the women's match after the after the Gargano match. Um, it, that's just a hard match to follow. Um, right. So they they just got a they got a shitty pull of the cards in their uh, their match spot, I think. But I mean, other than that, the show was just I mean, firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I, I wrote one of the main things I wrote down for the women's matches. I was just like, they put this match in a dead spot. Like mm-hmm. legit, uh, I I because I was listening to um, a couple days ago I was listening to Wrestling Observer Radio, and they were talking about how the shame because of the match card and how all the matches had a potential to be great. Uh, he thought Dave Meltzer thought that the uh, women's match should have went first. That way it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't have to follow any amazing match. And stuff like that. I mean, and it, and it literally followed uh, followed the best match on the card. 
Uh, and then it was just like it felt so out of place by that by the end. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, yeah, I, I do. I, I think if I was to change anything in the lineup, I'd have had Riddle and Ono go first. Yeah, and probably. Then the tag match, and then the women's match, and then the U.S. or the North American, North, North American, yeah, and then yeah. the NXT match. Yeah, I actually like that that uh, that uh, lineup better because it, it just like um it it it, it just would have left the uh, it would have had uh Shayna and um Bianca Belair just like not stand out so much mm-hmm. and um like what was how do I how do I say it? like they're uh they they were if they felt kind of exposed you know what I mean because we just saw this amazing match and then you go to this match right away and it's like just not that great like it was fine I don't think it was like bad I just don't think it was great um you know what I mean so well it's it's like... it's, it's hard to go from driving a NASCAR to a Prius so, yeah exactly you know yeah no I mean? you're like, right the 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 timing and the pace of the uh, North American title match was just, you know, constant. It was just bam, 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 one after another. And the women's match didn't have that. It was more ground, technical, slow holds, mm-hmm. bunch of like rest holds and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it just, it's hard to change gears like that in such a downshift. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You're right. Um, But yeah, so uh, let's get into the first match. The first match on the show was the War Raiders Versus the undisputed era for the tag team titles and uh, the undisputed era, no Adam Cole, no no Bobby Fish. It was uh, it was uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, which I like that pairing. But I wonder yeah. why I, I I wonder why Adam Cole wasn't really a part of the show at all, really. But um, kind of interesting, you know. But uh, well, yeah, he, so, sh- he showed up after the show went off, uh, yeah. and got into an altercation. But we can you know we'll touch on that at the end. But yeah, he was there. He just wasn't on camera at all. Yeah, it was weird. Like he wasn't. So. I, I I had realized. I was like, I, I, you know, once I was watching, I was like, oh yeah, they're not a they're not on the card. Uh, he's not on the card, huh? Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, I guess that makes somewhat sense. I wonder what the, what everyone's gonna be doing after the show, as far as as far as any call ups or anything like that. But we'll get right, we'll get into that at the end. But um, yeah. the first match we had the War Raiders versus Undisputed Era. Uh, some of the things I wrote down was that the entrance from the War Raiders was dope. Um, yeah, I, I really liked the whole medieval <laughs> medieval kind of thing they were doing and stuff like that. Um. For me, the match started off a little slow, but like a little slow. I mean, like the first like two minutes, and then it just went bonkers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was just crazy. All the sequences, all the um, all the moves. Uh, which uh, what's the name of the big one? The one with all the hair. I'm forgetting. I know it's Del. I think it's Roe. Is that is that Delson or Roe? It's he's one of them. But um, that guy, he was just he was just infectious to watch. You know what I mean? So, um, what'd you think about that match? Because that was a really good match in my eyes. Um, I mean, it was a solid tag match. There was a bunch of, uh, like, outside of the ring work. Um, yeah, they yeah. Stayed, they stayed out of the ring a lot uh, during that match. Um, the best part of any Undisputed Era match, though, is always Kyle O'Reilly. So, if he's in a match, it's it's good. He sells better than anybody out there. His expressions, he's, uh, he's a, just a riot to watch. Oh, he's so great, yeah. Um, I yeah, I just enjoyed. I just, I, I really did enjoy the match. It, it's like, and it got me thinking about like the main roster and how like when you hear a tag match is going on, 
you know, you're just not that excited for it. But in NXT, it's the complete opposite and stuff like that. Uh, and then, like, you know, the only time you really, really get amazing, um, like, really, really amazing tag matches on the main roster is if you had the New Day or the Usos. You know what I mean? Um, it's never like, it's never like, you know, a bunch, like, a, there's not a bunch of tag teams where, like, if they're in a match, you're, like, fully invested into it. And, you know, with this show starting off with, like, you know, an important entrance from the War Raiders, making them seem like stars, and then and then the Undisputed Era is, like, so over and stuff like that it just shows you, you know, what teams like the Revival are missing. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, with the rumors going around that they asked for their release, you know, a couple weeks ago and uh, them being, you know, featured in a match and, it's there's a lot of rumors going around that they're supposed to be building the main roster tag division up because a lot of the tag teams aren't happy because they aren't featured. They're more of a, a side act. Right. As opposed to being, you know, champions, you know, right. I just, uh, the tag division has bothered me for a while, but you know, with a lot of the tag teams that they have paired up, like they have a lot of really great tag teams. They just got to give them the opportunity to flourish and grow even from NXT up. Um, you know, we, we saw signs of DIY, DIY getting back together. Um, mm-hmm. It's been rumored for a while that when they go to the main roster, they'll go together as a tag team. So um, that'd be a good, you know, a tag team to get called up. Um, if we can get Sanity back out there doing something, they've been right. gone for a while. Right. Uh, you know, when Undisputed Era gets called up and War Machine or War Raiders, whatever they're called now, War Raiders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, War Raiders, yeah. Yeah. I, I rather war, I'd rather War Machine, but... <laughs> Like it's so um, weird the way they decide who gets to keep their indie names and who doesn't, you know? Because like you have the people who have their indie names, like of course AJ and Samoa, Eric Young, Bobby Roode, um, mm-hmm. Ricochet. That was like a big thing because they introduced Ricochet as Trevor Man, and I was like, who wants this? And like, and then they just like was like, I right, fuck it, we'll we'll leave it as <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll leave it as Ricochet because he's you know that name is so over. And then like, yeah. and then like, and then like War Machine comes in, and they're like, no, we're gonna change that one to War Raiders. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, whatever. It's kind of kind of cheesy, but. Then, like, uh, I'm thinking... Well, War Machine might have been a licensing issue with, you know, Marvel, since WWE is such a large company. That actually makes more sense. Um, But then I'm like, uh, they they just... I I don't know if you know, but, like, um, I think it was Chris uh, Donovan Dijak... They hired. Oh yeah, they changed his name. Yeah. Yeah, now with Joe Donovan. Cheek or some some yeah, shit like that. Like yeah, Christoph Donovan Dijakovic. Like what? Yeah. And then um, and then they uh, who else? Like, I'll, I'll get into it in the next match. But like one of my one of my hated most hated like uh WWE names has to be Cassius Ono, and like his <laughs> indie name is so much better. Like Chris Hero, you know what I mean? Like is what the hell yeah. is a Cassius? Oh no, it's just so bad. But um, yeah, I just like it's weird the way they decide who gets to keep their names and who doesn't. Oh, there, yeah, you know that guy from TNA, uh, Gunner. His like his 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 new WWE name is uh, what is it, Jackson Riker? Like what? <laughs> like, what? But um, yeah, that was just going off on a tangent. Um, so the War Raiders win the match with their finisher. Um and they and they are the new NXT tag team chance. What do you think about the finish? Um, it was a it was you know it was a solid finish. It was nice that it wasn't you know marred in controversy like a lot of the finishes we see in WWE. Right. 
Um, it was a nice, solid, clean finish. So, um, you know, it, it was nice to see Undisputed Era, you know, put him over clean. Um, I figure we'll probably get a couple more matches out of this. Yeah, um, this yeah. Feud might go on just a little bit more, um, but I don't see it stretching out much past maybe Mania. Maybe. Yeah, Mania. Because the um, um, they'll probably their their next match will probably be like another TV NXT TV match because mm-hmm. you know NXT they have like their their next takeover is Mania weekend, so they have a yeah. significant gap. You know, between you know um, this takeover and the next one and stuff like that, um, because they're not like doing pay per views every month like WWE does with the yeah. main roster. So they they'll probably have like another TV match, is what I'm guessing, and stuff like that. But we'll see. I'm glad they. I'm glad the War Raiders won. I enjoyed the match. It was a lot of fun. Um, next we had uh, Matt Riddle. He got to keep his name. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, because they probably would have called him like. Matthew Bartholomew or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> like some, something rit- like ridiculous. But um, he kept his name. Uh, we got Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Um, some of my notes that I took down for this match was that uh, you know I I first things first I love Matt Riddle's uh, entrance music. I think it's so Snoop Dogg and it fits him so well. That yeah. int- that entrance song. It just like I think Triple H knows. Okay, this guy's a stoner. So mm-hmm. let's give him some stoner music. And like, I mean, could you imagine if this guy had like some some weird punk rock music or something like that? It just <laughs> it just wouldn't fit him. So I like want to see him come out to glorious. Yeah, just... like the the Snoop Dogg <laughs> the, the Snoop Dogg rap like instrumental music is like perfect for him. I love it. Um, also, he's just so. Anything like he can have a really really bad match, but I probably wouldn't notice because he's so like infectious and so charismatic, and I I think he will. I think if used right, he will go far. Because I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Matt Riddle, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I've been liking what they've been doing with him so far. Um, would you think? Would you think of the match before I give my main thoughts? Um, the match was good. Uh... Like you said, Matt Riddle's infectious. Uh, when he's on the screen, he's so energetic and charismatic. Everything he does looks good, uh, you know, whether he's taking an ass whooping or giving one. Um, the finish to the match made Riddle look like over, like super strong over. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It was kind of wonky, you know, where Ono dropped on his neck right before and mm-hmm. then he tapped out to the repeated like forearms. So that Man, was kind of weird. weird, but you know, like, I, I don't know if he was like, like he hurt his neck or, I mean, I'm surely not, you know, it went on for about a minute and a half past that, but, uh, the, the ending looked wonky, but I, I don't expect this feud to go on. Cause like, yeah, how are you going to tap out to a bunch of forearms? Like, well, that's, you, that's it. That's the end of the feud. You know, <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah, I know you just bitched out. It's sad that Bianca Belair, like, you know, was take, was like getting choked out, but she was still not quitting. But mm-hmm. my thing about that finish was I think I think because of his UFC background, they're like, oh, let's give him a TKO finish kind of thing. But I it can just, see that. It, it just doesn't work. And, like, you know, like, I mean, Brock Lesnar, I mean, like, he's had stoppages before, but he's had the stoppages. elbows to Orton. Yeah, the elbows to Orton was like a – but, like, yeah, like, that was, like, legitimate. Like, oh, wow, like, he has – Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, stop the match. But then this dude, yeah. it was just like 
And he was just punching him, like, punch, like, doing forearms. He's like, oh, no, stop it. Get off of me. <laughs> like, what? I was, it was so weird. And, like, the audience was like, yeah, like, they wanted, they wanted to pop that he won, but they were like, yeah, what the hell what, was yeah, that? Like, <laughs> yeah, he won? Whoa, wait, wait, it's over? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what the yeah. hell was that? But, um, that's what I, that's what I got away from that was that they were trying to like incorporate the fact that he's a, he has this UFC. He was in the UFC for like I think six years and yeah. stuff like that. And um, you know, and I think that's just what it was that they just wanted to oh to TKO finish and stuff. It was just really really weird, really really strange finish. Like and and the thing is like on NXT TV, um, he's been doing this submission move. So I thought I thought when he started the forearms. He was gonna transition in, into that submission move that he always does, mm-hmm. but then he just tapped. I was like, okay. Um, yeah. For me, I, th- I thought the match was a little slow, a little bit. Um, I, I, I'm just not. A, I'm not that big of a fan of Cassius Ono. I don't know what it is. It's, I don't know if it's the if it's just the hair or the attire or just the, like I don't know. I, I mean, because he's, he's overweight. It's because no. he's overweight and you don't like fat people. It's be let's be honest. No, I'm I'm big myself, so how can I say that? But it's just like I don't know. He's very like uh, he's just he's very good. He's just like it's just like some of his ring stuff is kind of boring to me. So I was just like very like I was very like the the match was like a lot of the match was like him getting heat over Riddle and just kind of like you know punching him around and stuff like that. You know for Riddle to come back at the end. Yeah. But um, you know, um, it's takeover, and that's like that's like main roster stuff. You gotta like you gotta do some stuff, you know. But like, yeah, um, you know, the match had a lot of uh, like smooth transitions, like with the holding yeah. stuff when he flipped around and jumped on his back like that. That was slick, right? Um, that was slick. Uh, I, I think Ono is gonna be a an NXT lifer. I think he'll. Yeah, you told I, me I don't that, think he'll yeah. ever go to the main roster. I think he'll stay there and then probably work in a performance center. Afterwards, he's been there. He's like been there for years now, and it's like, yeah, this is like the same. This is like what they did the last time. They, uh, you know, because he was supposed to, he was supposed to be, uh, he was supposed to be in the Shield, you know, when Cassius like, oh no, when he first, when they first did that re, that rebranding of NXT, when the first like breed of new superstars like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and Biggie Langston, he was supposed to be in the Shield, you know, Punk. When Punk pitched a shield, he pitched Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and, and Chris Hero, Cachizono. But they were like, nah, we want Roman. Um, so they so they, they got Roman instead. And then like they left Cassius Ono in NXT, but then they just did nothing with him. And then he they ended up just releasing him. And then he just did he got big on the main he got he got big in the indies again, started having amazing matches. And then he came back. They brought him back. You know, they brought him back when NXT, like, really, really, really peaked in, like, 2015, 16. Yeah, that they was started when, like, expanding hard, yeah. Yeah, that was when, like, you know, you had the Nevilles and Finn Balors and Samoa Joes and Kevin Owens. You know, that was when they were, like, they were peaking hard around that. So yeah. they, they wanted to get as much guys as they could for eventually when those guys went up to the main roster. But um, he came back, and then he was in, like, a one or two big feud, and then they just went right back down the card again and then you know he started becoming like this mid card to jobber on like on nxt you know so then i was just like you know they might as well just release the guy they don't have anything to do with them because he is a really good he's a really really good wrestler you know but um i think you're right i think they'll, they'll, they'll keep him in nxt as long as they can um he'll probably have like a main event 
like a main event um slot at some point just to get him on the main roster like to to say that he was on the main roster uh, and then that's all I see from him you know I think I think after that they're just going to put him in um cuz he just he just keeps losing too you know so it's like one more <laughs> keep to this guy he's like literally NXT Dolph Ziggler has to be mm-hmm. right like a great yeah. wrestler, wrestler that they that they do nothing with you know that that's a great comparison actually yeah i never yeah. thought of it like that but yeah uh, NXT Dolph Ziggler absolutely <laughs> yeah, that's or, that's a great or comparison for Cassius. But um, you know, hopefully, I mean, I guess we'll see come come the uh, next NXT tapings. That I don't see him, I don't see him being on it or being like a factor. I I I, I Matt Riddle will probably move on to like to like you know Adam Cole or somebody. You know, I want um, Riddle to retire Lesnar. I won't lie. He said it. <laughs> he said it, and everybody took it as a joke. I think that would just be fucking awesome. I want Riddle to retire Lesnar. Hey, listen, I, if that they would just build be them, the best. If they build them up like another year or so, and then just have them like have them like debut in the next in the next year's Rumble, and then have them go to Mania or something, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, they won't do it, but that'd be kind of no, they won't. But uh, but yeah, I'm totally team uh, Riddle retiring Lesnar. That just right. be, that would be amazing. Just to be like stand over Lesnar, be like bro, like oh yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, I love I love I love Matt Riddle. He's like a mixture of like. Rob Van Dam and just like Steve Blackman or something. I don't know. He's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I really like his character, you know, because I was I was the hippie, white, long haired stoner kid in high school. So, uh, yeah, I I remember those days. But yeah, yeah it, you know, it was great. And you know, he's gonna like he's gonna like connect with the high schoolers. You know what I mean? Because, like, the high school teenage boys, he'll connect with them just because, mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy's rad. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Yeah, give, but, him, um, give him a good-looking valet to the ring. Sold. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> so that's it. the next match we had Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano for the North American title. I uh, was really excited for this one. Uh, this is one of the one of the one on the card that I was looking forward to the most. A uh, couple of notes. Um, they were both donning some comic book gear. Uh, Johnny Gargano had on his Dark Phoenix gear and stuff like that, which was cool. And then uh, Ricochet was wearing some Miles Morales into the Spider Verse gear, so that was cool. But um, yeah, the match was really good. I this match was crazy. Everyone was talking about it. There was like spot after spot after spot. Uh, it reminded me of a New Japan match or something like that. It was just really, really good. They both. I didn't realize they both had like such good in, such good ring chemistry. But then Johnny mm-hmm. Gargano before the like before takeover, he put up a uh, picture of like you know him and him and Ricochet wrestling throughout the years. So they so they know each other pretty much pretty well in the ring, and it showed. And I really, really enjoyed this match. What'd you think? Um, one of the top five matches of all time. That's match of the year. If it doesn't win, it's yeah. rigged. Uh, Russia hacked the election. <laughs> um, just for real. Uh, like that was match of the year. That was one of the best matches I've ever seen. Um, if you have friends that don't watch wrestling and they're like, "Hey, show me something," that's the match that you need to show. Yeah, them. that's one of the um, matches that you would show them. It's a, it's like a hands down. It's only a handful, you know. That yeah, that was just. Uh, amazing. Um, and then when Gargano took the tumble like over the rope and smacked the ring apron, that looked like it hurt. Um, it did. It did. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that looked painful. Um, I don't know if I could have got him and like time out. I quit. I'm going home. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm done. Right. Um, that looked like it hurt. Uh, and but he got up and kept going, and then 
took a bump on the concrete, like, man, just, that was an amazing match. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was a really good match. I think, I think Ricochet's gonna kill himself, but he's just so damn great. Like, uh, his just, like, maneuvering, his, like, his, just the sequences, there was a lot of sequences that was, like, really, really good in the mm-hmm. match, too, and I'm definitely one of those matches from TakeOver that I'm gonna, that I'm gonna try to rewatch and stuff as, my, as much as I can, because I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. The, um, it, it really reminded me of, like, a Ricochet-Osprey match. Yeah, it um, did, it did. back and forth, um, it right. was, I mean, it was really well-timed, really well-paced, um, I mean, it was, it was solid, just beginning to end solid. Um, Dave Meltzer's and I give it five stars, five and a half stars. <laughs> I thought it was great, and I yeah, I thought it was amazing. Uh, I thought the ending was cool. You know, I was not ex- I was not expecting uh, Gargano to win. I, I kind of was, but not that much. But um, yeah, Johnny Gargano won the match with an overhead DDT, and Johnny Gargano is now the new North American champion. Um, amazing match. I agree. I was like, it's already the match of twenty nineteen. Um, yeah. And then I put, wow, it was really good. It was such a good match. Uh, these guys had amazing chemistry. They had a story to tell. And they had, you know, just what they were able to accomplish. And Ricochet, like, I've never seen someone move like Ricochet moves as far as, like, what he does in the ring and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, he's just, like, literally, he's a video game character. But, like, it's just, like, I don't know. It's not... He's not supposed to be that good, and he was, you know. So, you know, I had a it was it was the best match on the card as of this point, um, and stuff. But um, after that, we talked about it. We talked about this earlier. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler for the women's NXT Women's Championship, and um, right off the bat, I said it's a tough act to follow, and because they're both like it, 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 it would have been different if this was like. Like, uh, like Io Shirai versus like, you know, like Io Shirai versus like Kyrie Sane, where they they have years of experience and they know how to like, follow up matches like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But these are two inex these are two inexperienced women, you know, wrestlers. That's not nothing to discredit them, but you're putting them you're putting them both in the spot where you just you just you know you just like um accomplish one of your best matches of like one of your best matches of all time in NXT Mm -hmm. and you expect these inexperienced wrestlers to accomplish that you know uh it was just like I I don't know why they kind of positioned them on this card the way they did uh but um you know going into it at open mind I was like okay let's see what they do and I thought the match was kind of bland I thought there was I thought they I thought there was a lot of like dead spots Mm -hmm. um it was, There's a I, lot of rest holds. A lot of rest like holds yep. from Shayna Baszler. I was like, "What is happening?" Uh, and, it, and it just their 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 in their inability to like come up with great sequences and match moments kind of showed until the ending. The ending was fine, um, and I definitely like the story of you know Bianca Belair trying to overpower Shayna, you know. But um, yeah, I feel like it was very. It felt very repetitive too. Like every like five minutes. They both would stop to say undefeated or overrated. I was like, all right, guys, like fight, like all right, like it was. It got very. I don't know. I just wasn't. It didn't really like it that much. What do you think? I, I think the spot on the card would have been more justifiable if Bianca Belair won. Um, other than that, like they there, there's no reason to put them after 
you know, what you can expect this to be. Hell, because they gave Gargano and Ricochet, what, 35, 40 minutes? Yeah, you know? just about 30 and, minutes. Just about, yeah. You know, and, like, you, you can expect, like, that match is going to be top-notch. And to put them in where the ending is just going to be, like, interference and Shane Baszler wins again. I mean, like, that's not, there's, no, there's no justification for that. Um, I, I think Bianca really stepped in and you know, showed up uh, when she, you know, when she was, and you know, not in the rest holds, uh, when they were actually competing and wrestling, uh, it was, you know, she showed up and really showed Sam Roberts that she was supposed to be there. Um, you know, that whole shoot that he did. Yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> hell that was about. Uh, I I mean, I kind of felt like it was a work when he was doing it, you know. Yeah. But um, if, 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 if it did feel very... Uh, very it was awkward and it was random and i think and i think for shock value too they didn't want to they didn't they didn't they didn't tell charlie or the other guy that it was happening um but Um, pat mcafee is the best best announcer ever um oh he's hilarious um i mean he needed i mean someone had to bring light to that someone had to bring some kind of light to that uh to that that pre-show that pre-show panel was horrible like besides him it's just like Charlie. She's not. She's no Renee, you know. So she's no. like, and I'm Charlie even. Charlie ner- looks like she has like crazy pectoral muscles. Yeah, and I'm even what? more nervous about tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is like the coach and and Jerry Lawler and all these randoms, and I'm like tomorrow's pre-show. And I I usually like watching the pre-show just to like you know get ready, and I'll be on my I'll be you know doing stuff in my living room before while the pre-show's on in the background. You know what I mean? I like it, but like. I was listening to this pre-show in the background. I'm like, this is, sounds cringe, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, they just none of them besides the uh, Pat McAfee was charismatic at all, you know? So, but uh, yeah, you know, I don't. I think I think what he was saying about uh, Bianca Belair was all a work. Uh, but back to the match, like, yeah, the match was fine. Uh, I'm getting. I'm already annoyed with Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir. I think they're so annoying, and not in the way like, oh my God, they're annoying. Like, you know, they're they're heels, and they're supposed to be annoying. But no, they're like go away annoying. Like, ugh, like groaning kind of. Like, like, yes. why? yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, just they like, need what well, it's. They don't do anything other than get involved with Shayna. Um, they need their own individual. They they need to the divert from Shayna. You know what I mean? Well, like they need their own little separate storylines instead of always just interfering in her matches to help her win. Like that's that, that's the annoying part for me. Well, they're with Shayna because listen, they they're I think they're with Shayna because one sole reason. Like they want like Ronda Rousey is the like four the horse women. Is yeah, they want them all there, but they like. They tried like one weekend. They tried to put uh, Marina Shafir and uh, Jessamyn Duke in a match, but they put them in a match with Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai, who has like years and years of experience. <laughs> yeah. And shit. And then those two, they are so they're so bad. You know, like they like the match was horrible because they're so bad. So uh, they were probably like that match on NXT TV. Triple H or whoever was like, oh fuck, get him back with Shayna because these girls are just horrific, you know. But um, I think that's why they're with her. But they they're just so annoying. Like, it's just like I don't know. They and they and they and they like they come across so cringeworthy because they just don't know what they're doing. 
And it's not. And it's not on. It, I mean, uh, I don't. They know. don't look natural. No, I, I agree. One yeah, they just they look, look so. They, they look so out of place, and it's like Shayna. You know, Shayna like Shayna like Ronda. Like, say what you want about Ronda, but Ronda like, yeah. When she does her promos, it doesn't feel natural. But when she's in the ring, and you know, she kind of flows okay. Like you know, she goes. She's like, she has rhythm, like wrestling rhythm, mm-hmm. and like Shane and like uh, Jessamyn Duke and Marina had, that does not have that in my eyes. Um, like Shayna, before she came to WWE, she was at, she did a lot of indie work. You know, she started off in the indies. She was on um, she was on uh, Shimmer. And all those women's shows, and then she was in like she was in the uh, UK a lot for those shows. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But um, those two are just fresh out of like fresh out of like you know MMA into the into wrestling, and they're and then and it shows because they're so even their like facial expressions, they just look like they're they're pulling off an act, you know, and yeah. it just looks so weird. I'm just like, they, what is this? They look like B budget actors trying to keep up with like A list actors. Like, what the hell? What like the hell is this face take, It would be like if you were to take Ash from Evil Dead and drop him into The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, it's so awkward. And like, I look at them, and they're trying to like, like, like even when they have them do like these beatdowns, I'm like, oh, this looks so bad because they're so not experienced. But like, hopefully they just get better. Um, hopefully. You know, and I mean, you had the PC, and you got Ronda and Shayna. I mean, it's sad that Ronda has to show you some stuff, but Ronda, Ronda has miles over them both. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just they're not good. So I, I, I'm not sure who's gonna like be the next contender for the title. Hopefully, it's Io Shirai because she's so great. But um, or even Kyrie Sane again. But I'm, I, um, I feel I th- like Kyrie Sane's moving up at some point soon. Uh, you know, uh, her English is grown exponentially um it's crazy like how like much like how good she how well she speaks english now um she had that short interview earlier when she uh won those awards the nxt end of the year awards yeah she's Um, so adorable i said we don't deserve Kyrie saying and i mean yeah she's just (laughs) so she's so pure and just likable you know Mm -hmm. but um yeah overall i mean overall i the match i Shayna Baszler retained the title with the sleeper holds. Uh, the ending was kind of nice. It was a good story, but uh, the match was very underwhelming. Uh, what's your final um, thoughts on the match real quick? Final thoughts on the match. Um, she is deadly with that fucking hair. You see that cut Shayna Baszler side? Yeah, she got a she cut. Her with uh. it? Bruh. Like, uh. could you imagine, like, being whipped so hard with some hair, like, it actually cuts you? Like, yeah, fucking Montez. Montez Ford, don't cheat, because, like, Oh, where were you? Oh, Bruh, I, was at, I was at the gym. Now you lie. Whack! Like she oh, went like shit. she went like pooty tang on her. Like whip off the yeah. belt. <laughs> you know, dude. Like oh. That's even how that's it's funny because that's that's how her that's how her interest music starts too. It's with the whip and stuff yeah. like that. But um, <laughs> how's that? How is it not a DQ though when she whips somebody with her hair? It's a body part. Yes. I just feel, I just like, as the, it's like, it's always so awkward. I mean, as the referee. If you can't pull it, you know, if you can't pull it, you shouldn't be able to hit people with it, I guess. I just think it's always so awkward as the referee, like when she's hitting them with it, the referee's just like sitting there like, uh, I mean, I guess it's oh my, fine. Oh, another <laughs> thing is like the, the female ref that they had tonight is hilarious. Her facial expressions <laughs> throughout the whole match when she hit her with that. Uh, with her hair, did you see her like jump up and give her like yeah. the old face, like like uh, Macaulay Culkin? Oh. Yeah, I don't, bl- I don't blame her. It reminded me of like 
It reminded me of every time when like the the Undertaker used to wrestle, and then they had that one that same referee. Anytime the Undertaker would look at him, he ran out the ring or mm-hmm. something like that. Those were like so great. Um, but then behind the scenes, I heard they were like always like really really good friends. So that's funny. But yeah, um, yeah so yeah, the match was all right. But um, next match we had the next match was the main event actually. Um, Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black for the NXT Championship. I went into this match thinking it'd be really, really good. Uh, I came out of the match. I thought it was okay. You know, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Uh, And it's like, I realized a lot of NXT TakeOver main events are kind of like this, where they just feel like they, they look good, but they're really like, once you go back and like think about it, they really wasn't that good. I remember a lot of that when like, I remember when, like, um, Shinsuke Nakamura and, like, uh, Bobby Roode used to fight in the main event, and I used to be like, they were just, like, fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. those? Or, um, like... The, the cage match with Balor and Joe. Yeah, like, and they'll just be, like... but the, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, they'll be, like, fine. But, like, you know, because because it's a takeover, you're like, oh, it was all great. But, like, you yeah. know, like, think about it, like, all those matches were okay. And that's yeah. how I felt about, like, you know, like, even, like... Was it last year or the year before? The year before when it was like Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode. And it was like, those, yeah. like, this is all okay. And that's what I got about. That's how I felt about, you know, uh, Champa versus uh, Aleister Black. I thought the match was okay. Nothing special, but it was fine, you know? It had some decent storytelling in it. Um, yeah. You know, the back and forth was all right, uh, but it wasn't anything flashy. Uh, I, I really think they messed up by putting Gargano and Ricochet in the middle of the card. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, like, for real, like, if that match wasn't there, the Black Ciampa match would have been, you know, the match of the night. Like, that would have been the match. But then they had Ricochet and Gargano on there, and they was like, well, it was it was all right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think they messed up by putting that match in the middle of the card. They just screwed everything after it. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, I don't know. It just didn't have that flair and shenaz let, you yeah, know, the I other agree. match did. That's what I mean. Like last year, like, like I, like they had like, I remember last year was like the year when they had like the main events for takeovers was just like bonkers last year and stuff like that. Um, the year before I, I don't like, I remember a lot of those takeover main events being like really, really like, okay. Um, yeah. But last year it was really good. This like this was probably the first one in a long, the first main event in a long time. And I was like, oh, it was okay. You know what I mean? From NXT, um, I, I think it's just Gargano is better than Tommaso. Yeah, I yeah. It's just like Tommaso's I mean, a better match- like. Tommaso's a really good character, but as wrestling goes, like I think you're right, Johnny Gargano. Because you gotta like, there's like a plethora. Well, the match that Gargano had with Aleister Black was better than the match Ciampa had with Aleister Black. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you like go down the list and and think about how many amazing matches that Gargano has gotten out of wrestlers, like 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 you're right. Um, like Andrade, Aleister mm-hmm. Black, Ciampa, Champ, like Ciampa, yeah. he got great matches. He get he gets match great matches out of anybody. And um, that's just because he's so damn good. Uh, mm-hmm. with no matter who, no, so like, like, I think as far as characters go, Champa is the better one because he's such an awesome heel. But 
uh, you're right. Like Gargano is the more superior wrestler, and that's probably why like the match Alistair and I like I like Alistair Black too. But same thing, I think Gargano is like miles ahead of both of them and stuff like that. So I think that's like you know why this the match kind of fell a little flat. But um, overall, I did enjoy the match for what it was. I did. I wasn't expecting. Actually, I kind of was expecting um, Gar- um, Ciampa to win. I love the end shot of Ciampa and um, and Gargano coming together again because mm-hmm. it felt it felt like an evolution of like where their their feud began in like 2017 to now. You yeah. know, it's it's crazy how it, how that how like that literally that feud has gone two years. You know, um, but yeah, I thought the show was good. I thought, I thought it was great, actually. I thought it was a really good show. I enjoyed it. Um, do you see any call-ups after this show? No. I I think we'll have... Not any like, permanent call-ups. You might, you might get a call-up like an Adam Cole or a Valentine Dream just to get the main roster audience to pop on Sunday. On Sunday, right? Yeah, but, that's what yeah, I But you're, it's, they're not going to be permanent call-ups they'll be like when ty when when ty dillinger first come up he was you know he was there for the match and then went back to nxt for six months Uh you know and then he come back to the main roster um i don't think anybody we see from nxt tomorrow um isn't gonna stay it'll be an it'll be the rumble match and then they're out i think we like what i'm what i'm uh i'm trying to i'm trying to visualize like i think alistair black will probably be in the rumble um, for some reason, I don't know. I'm getting this vibe. I'm getting the vibe of I'm getting the vibe of him, Velveteen Dream, and Adam Cole being in the Rumble uh, tomorrow. For some reason, uh, I want Cole to come up just just to hear the the forty thousand people yell Adam Cole, baby, like that. I know. I wonder. That's like, the best part of any show he's on is when the audience like I get goosebumps every time just hearing the audience like that's the loudest pop of the night consistently. Yeah. And like last, last, and then last, the last Rumble when he debuted, um, you know that uh, last year by that the pop that he got was really good too. It's gonna mm-hmm. be interesting though to see how they operate in this uh, big arena as far as Chase Field and stuff like that because the last Rumble that they did in the big arena, like um, they did it was at the uh, Alamo Dome, like in in 2017, and I although I. Was it 2017 or 2018 or 2016? No, 2017. I don't know. I don't keep um, up with venues like you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were in the Alamo Dome. It was the the Rumble when everyone was pissed that Roman Reigns came out on number 30. Remember that? that oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and it was that Rumble when every remember that was the Rumble when everyone was like expecting Kenny Omega right after his uh, Tokyo Dome match with Okada. And mm. I was like, you know, everyone thought Omega was gonna be in the Rumble because he didn't resign with New Japan yet. And stuff like that, and they had the Undertaker and Goldberg, but um, that arena, as far as like the Royal Rumble goes, it it did not work because like wrestlers had to run down that long ass ramp. They didn't, isn't that the one where they took Big Show on the fucking back of the golf yeah, cart? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they put Big E on the golf cart. They put Mark Henry on the golf cart. <laughs> I think Braun Strowman was on the golf cart too. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering about how it's gonna be tomorrow night. Um, I hope I hope not. Cause like you know the fun part of the rumble is seeing somebody run down the ring, but then like when they're running down the ring for five minutes, you're just like, all right, hurry the fuck up, you know what I well, mean? Well, like, you figure, you you figure they're coming out of the dugout. Yeah, and I heard the like the ramp's gonna be kind of curved, so well, it's like know, I'm if, interested to see how this works out. If they have the ring, you know, either at home plate 
or between not home plate pitcher's mound or between the pitcher's mound and home plate, like that would give it a nice curve to come out of the dugout, you know? Um, I, I figure, I figure we'll probably see the, the ring somewhere around where the pitcher's mound is supposed to be, um, right. as well. They'll place the ring. Um, and then they'll have from the dugout, the curved ramp come into the ring that way. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to say the least. Um, I'm excited, but, uh, yeah, guys, that is the, uh, that was the NXT TakeOver Phoenix show. Really, really good show. Definitely recommend you guys watch it. No big surprises. Just the uh, the um, Ricochet. No big surprises on camera. Yeah, yeah, true, true. The uh, But the, Rick, the Ricochet and um, Gargano match was, like, amazing. So definitely check that one out. Uh, the opening match was really good, too. And everything else was all right. You know, it was a good show. Um, Mitch, thank you for coming on. We'll be back on tomorrow night for the Royal Rumble. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm either going to be really happy or I'm never watching WWE <laughs> again. So, but tomorrow. Um, we'll find out. We shall see. Um, uh, all right, guys. That is our review for the um, TakeOver show in Phoenix. We will be back for tomorrow night for the Royal Rumble. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be fun. Um, and we will talk to you guys soon. My name is Dwayne. That is Mitchell. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Awesome, manana.